All right, guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Fly Eagles Fly podcast. It's your boy Jay here, um, the host. And uh, today we're going to do some Eagles news, and then I'm going to do some predictions that I got going uh, for the rest of the NFL. So today's Thursday. I'm recording this on Thursday. This is just before kickoff. Uh, well, not just before, but it's 2 o'clock now. So kickoff is in about six hours. Um, it's going to be Dallas versus uh, Tampa Bay, which we'll get into. But today, as usual, this is the Eagles podcast, so we're going to talk about the Eagles here. And let's just get into it, man. Um, we missed last week. Um, apologize about that. I was doing a little busy, but missed last week. Uh, so we're going this week. We're coming back at you. Um, and we got the first thing I got on here is Jalen Hurts was named the starter. Didn't think that was going to be much of there wasn't going to be much of a competition there. Jalen Hurts got all the snaps, so he was definitely going to get the job anyway. Uh, Flacco and Minshew are going to are going to be second, third string. I think it's most likely that Flacco is probably going to be second, Minshew third, but maybe with Minshew being more of a long term back up to Hertz because they have a similar sort of play style, uh, similar size and everything. So I think Minshew's more long-term uh, and Flacco is kind of a, he's a veteran. Uh, he's going to teach Jalen some stuff, even though he's not really known for teaching, you know, he didn't teach Lamar or anything like that in Baltimore. So it doesn't really make sense, but he's the veteran. That's kind of his job that we always bestow on them as veterans. So another thing is Travis Fulgham. He didn't make, the active 53-man roster. He was placed on the practice squad. He was the Eagles' leading receiver last year. And, I mean, this isn't really much of a surprise to me because once they, once I feel like they went with Devontae Smith in the first round, I think that was kind of it. That was it. Like, that was going to be the guy that they went with. He was going to be number one. I didn't think Fulgham was going to, he wasn't going to fit into that because they were, I think that this, this wide receiving core, we'll talk about it a little later, is really geared towards speed, a lot of route runners, um, and, and just pushing the ball down the field with the exception of Jay Jaw, which, we'll, again, we'll talk about a little later. But Fulgham did not make the roster. He is on the practice squad, which, I mean, to me, I think Fulgham was way more polished than, than Jay Jaw is. But, I mean, it, Jay Jaw just does a little bit more in terms of winning at the point of the catch. Um or he has done more in the past, but like I'm talking about in the past, I'm not talking, I'm talking way in the past. I'm talking like college. He won more. So we just need to see that from him. And I think that's why maybe they saw that from him this camp. I don't know. And that's why he's still on the roster and Travis Fulgham isn't, but, uh, but yeah, he is on the practice squad. So that's going to be, I don't know. I think the, the practice squad's pretty good. John Hightower's on there and, a couple other guys are on there as well, but it's a, it's all right. I mean, I, I um, I kind of expected it. You know, there, there was a, there was a lot of, there was a lot of guys now in the wide receiving room. So then we move into injuries. So as of Wednesday, September 8th, um, which is yesterday, I'm recording this today on the 9th, uh, Brandon Brooks was limited practice. Uh, Brandon Brooks, Landon Dakerson and Rodney McLeod are all limited practice with a knee injury, with some kind of knee injury. Limited participation, so it doesn't seem to be too bad. But Davion Taylor is on there as well as a, with a calf, 
and he was also a limited participant in practice as well. So, sorry, I was breathing, breathing right up, right up on you guys. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, that's that's the injuries. Uh, hopefully, the Brandon Brooks one, I didn't, I just saw that one. So, hopefully, that's not too much of a too much of an issue. But uh, he he injured his towards Achilles last year, um, and when you when you tear your Achilles, it's actually like they have to like the structure of your foot is never the same after you tear an Achilles. So maybe that's maybe this knee injury is sort of a function of that because he doesn't again he does not like it's it's just not the same you know either all the structure down there is different I don't know how um that's not my it's not my area of expertise but I know it is it is different right. And they also the Eagles also announced their captains, um, but hopefully speedy recovery to all those guys that are injured. But the captains are Jalen Hurts, Jason Kelsey, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Riley McLeod, and Alex Singleton. Those are the captains. Not much of a not much of a surprise. Uh, again, you know it, it's awesome um, to see Alex Singleton up there, and I hope I just hope that he he had a pretty good preseason. So I just hope that he sort of keeps that, uh, keeps that same energy going into the season. I just hope that that is, um, again, I just hope he keeps the same energy heading into the season. Um, I mean, he did, he did pretty good. He did pretty good. Um, I'm just sitting there thinking like trying to replay a lot of the off season. He had, he had a pretty good game. I think almost every, almost every game that he was in, he had a pretty solid game. So I like Alex Singleton. He's not, he's not one of those guys that's like a freak athlete, but he's just been around the game so much that like, I think he, he's been around the game so much that like he is, uh, he is a veteran presence. You know what I mean? So he, he can, he sort of does a lot of the small things, right? And then that is really what I, what, I like about Alex Singleton and why he was so good in the preseasons because he, he is a veteran uh, and he's playing against a, some guy and he's not, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I like him a lot. Um, I think he's, he's more of a heart player cause he's not really, <laughs> he's not super athletic, but he, he just you know, he flies around the field and he always, he, he's always on the ball. So uh, him and Sean Bradley, um, I, I like those guys a lot. So um, I haven't seen much of Eric Wilson just cause he's, he's, he's a starter starter. So I will see him more of him throughout the, the year. And, um, I mean, I've, I've high hopes for him. I like Eric Wilson. Uh, so let's move into the, the wide receiving core. Let's talk about that for a little bit because, uh, we, our wide receiving core is Devonte Smith, Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins, Greg Ward, and JJ Ortega Whiteside. Um, Let's see here. I, I like this. I, I like I, I like the again. This is a speed. This is a roster predicated on speed, route running, things like that. Obviously, the uh, Quez Watkins and Jalen Rager. We know those guys can fly. Devonte Smith. We know he can fly. Uh, Greg Ward is more for precision. You know, quick speed slot guy. Um, and Jay Jaw is, is he's going to be your kind of your fifty fifty ball guy heading into the year and. Um, I like it. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Um, I think that we're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of double tight end, a lot of two tight end, um, what they call eleven personnel. 
uh, out on the field just because we have Dallas Goddard and we have Zach Ertz. So we're going to see a lot of that, you know, double tight end. So I'm assuming, I'm, I'm assuming that Devontae Smith is going to be your, your X wide receiver. And then the Y is probably going to be Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins. Um, but yeah, I mean, Devontae Smith is just, he's a monster. I mean, you, we saw him, all the, the routes he's able to run, the, the se- separation he's able to get, the, um, I mean, a lot of people knocked him for, for his, for his size. I think that was a big knock for him was, oh, you know, he's so, he's not very big. He's 170 pounds and blah, 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 blah. Well, the, the issue is, is that, you know, you look at a lot of the guys, he, his game isn't predicated on like physical play. His game is predicated on like you not being able to touch him, you know? So we, we, I think we, we look at guys like, you know, who's like, like, like a Mike Evans, right? Like Mike Evans is a physical guy. He's hard to really clamp down on and, and, uh, or even like, a an, uh, an AJ Brown, right? They're just hard to get a hold of. They're hard to keep them in front of you. But the, Devonte Smith, you don't even get a chance to touch him. You know what I mean? Like you shoot, you shoot your hands, you, you try to get a hand on him and he's just, he, he's so good. His footwork, everything is crazy. And he's able to get off the line quickly and create sort of an instant separation and put you on, on ice. So I, I, I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, and, and I really, I think that during the preseason, it really didn't do him a whole lot of justice because I mean, his routes, if you just look at his routes, they were crazy, but a lot of, a lot of like the, you look at Joe Flacco, he's not getting first team reps. You know, Devonte Smith is like the first team guy. So he's playing with, he's playing with Hertz. He's playing with the first team guys. So Hertz, I think is, is going to have a better Jalen Hertz. The quarterback is going to have a better, um, which I say, uh, chemistry God, i couldn't think of the word uh, he's gonna have better chemistry with Devonte smith i think and um i, I think it's just gonna grow because they played each other in college um and granted that was what two years ago so it's gonna take a little while to get there but hopefully they've been practicing and he gets there uh, obviously Devonte was banged up a little bit so he wasn't he wasn't always in uh the lineup for for, for camp because he was banged up but I'll tell you, man, I, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see Devontae, and I'm excited to see um, what, what what Devontae and and uh, Jalen Hurts can do. And with that being said, I think the, the next bullet point I have here is, is his possible stat line. So do I, I don't know if Devontae is going to have a big opening game. I, I could be wrong, but to me, I think, you know, I think his game with, with Jalen Hurts – I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been watching a ton of training camp or watching training camp or anything like that. So I couldn't really tell you, but I think that, I think that he's probably, he's probably going to have five cat. I would say five catches, probably, probably about 50 yards, maybe more. I say five for 50 and a touchdown. Maybe that's what I have. So a pretty normal start. I think he's going to get a couple touches, uh, I think he's going to get a couple touches because I think that this team is going to be a running team. I think we put a lot into the offensive line, and I think that I think that we're going to be more balanced in terms of running and getting the ball. So if we go with a double tight end, I think it's going to be a run. I don't think it's going to be run first, um, or it might be run first. I don't know. I don't know what Nick Sirianni wants to do, but it might mean it might be more of a sort of a run and gun 
type of situation there. Um, but again, I don't, I don't really know what, I don't really know what he did in Indy last year. Um, well, no, Jonathan Taylor had a good year last year, so they might do more. They might, they might, I, I, I just, I'm excited for Miles Sanders as well this year. I, I didn't put that on here, but I'm excited to see Miles Sanders, uh, show out. That's what I'm excited for. I, I, I mean, I, I like Miles Sanders a lot. Um, but it looks like if you look at some of the things they were working on, um, when they had to open practice, you know, they were, there were, it was a lot of wheel routes, a lot of getting the guys out of the backfield, uh, and throwing it to them. And, uh, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see that a lot. So, um, yeah, five for 50 for maybe a touchdown. That's what I got on Devonte Smith. Uh, maybe more. I don't know, but. Who do I think is going to have a big game, though? I think Miles Sanders is going to have a big game um, uh, against. I mean, it's just it's hard for the, the Falcons haven't really had a history of being good defending the run. So I guess we'll see. I'm more excited for the offensive side of the Falcons game. So uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, and then some of the trades. Uh, Matt Pryor went to the Colts. And I think that that's kind of all that I missed last week. Uh, Matt Pryor going to the Colts, Devontae Smith, the final cuts, all that stuff. Um, I didn't talk about last week, but got it here. We got it out of the way. So let's talk about opening day for the Eagles. Let's talk about Sunday for the Eagles game day. Uh, the Eagles are going to be playing the Falcons. seems like we always play the Falcons in the beginning of the year. And I mean, pfft. I mean, what can I say? I mean, we, we play the Falcons every year at the beginning of the year, pretty much. I'm pretty sure. Uh, we, we either play them or they come to us and they play us. Uh, so that that's kind of what it seems. But my my what I'm looking forward to is uh, Calvin Ridley versus Darius Slay, obviously with Julio uh, going to Tennessee. Calvin Ridley now steps into that number one receiver uh, spot. And so with that, Darius Slay is going to be on him. So uh, Slay is going to be there. So I'm excited to see Calvin Ridley versus Slay. Calvin Ridley's a route runner. Uh, Darius Slay seems to have a lot of uh, success against guys that that run that are that are route runners. He has a lot of success against those guys. So uh, I, I just hope that you know Jonathan Gannon plays Slay like aggressively and in in Calvin Ridley's face. I, that's what I hope because um, I think Slay can handle it. But that's what I, that's what I hope he does. I hope that he just puts Slay on him and lets him rock and roll. And let's Slay do his thing. So that's what I that's what I want to see. Uh, I'm excited to see it. I really like Calvin Ridley. I think that he is he was one of the sleepers uh, last year and the year before. Since he came out of Alabama, whenever the year that was, uh, he he was kind of a a sneaky good uh, like route runner, crisp route runner. I think Julio always took that because he could do everything. He could route run. He could he was an aggressive uh, catcher. He could go up and catch the ball between, you know, he did it between two Panthers over top of Luke Keekley. So uh, just because he's, you know, he's a freak of nature, everyone sort of looked at him. But Calvin Ridley was sneaky good, and now I think we're going to see sort of Calvin Ridley come to fruition. So I'm excited to see that, Ridley and Slay. I'm excited to see Kyle Pitts against anyone on, on the Eagles linebacking core, uh, as well as Anthony Harris. Um, Anthony Harris is a ball hawk. I mean, that's just what he does. He's a, he, he can find the ball, but I haven't really seen, I think they, he may come down and challenge pits. Uh, 
possibly, but Pitts is just, again, he's another freaking nature. So we're going to see how he does. Uh, I didn't really, I really didn't watch him too much in the preseason, uh, but I'm excited to see him. I have him versus uh, Pitts versus Eric Wilson, Pitts versus Davion Taylor, if he gets to start, um, or if he's probably in there, oh, it's like a gadget backer or something like that. Uh, because I think Taylor, if we're talking about raw athleticism, I don't think Taylor is, Taylor is, he, Davion Taylor is, is in terms of raw, he's so raw. He's very athletic. He can, he can run. He's like a running back. So he can get from point A to point B very quickly. So I'm excited to see some kind of that raw talent going against each other if Davion gets in the game. But, um, but I, I would like to see that. I think that would be a pretty cool matchup. Let me flip the page real quick. Sorry, you're hearing that all that paper in the background. I'm also excited to see Grady Jarrett versus Lane Johnson. Um, you know that obviously I love a good trenches battle. Uh, AJ Terrell versus Devonte Smith on the Eagles' offensive side of the ball. Uh, Fletcher Cox versus Jalen Mayfield. Uh, if you see uh, Arthur Smith said it's time, you know. It was I think it was it was either Arthur Smith or one of the Atlanta Falcons coaches, and he said um, they asked him about Jalen Mayfield possibly starting uh, against Fletcher Cox at that left guard position, and he said everyone's got to get baptized. That's what he said. So, um, <laughs> so I mean, look, Fletcher Cox is definitely do that to you. Um, he got oh my god, what was that guy last year plays for the Browns? Uh, he's a guard. Um, oh my goodness uh, his name escapes me but he got got fletcher fletcher cox got him like good like picked him up drove him back and got to 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 baker mayfield and um oh my god no disrespect to that guy but i just i forget his name oh my gosh he's a hold up i gotta look up his name i can't i can't do him dirty like that um but fletcher cox got him last year um uh he he pushed him he pushed him back like Usually, you know, you have like an anchor, an offensive line. So, like, you you get somebody up and you, you try to anchor down, and they can't push you. He tried to like anchor down, and, and Fletcher Cox just drove him straight back, um, right into <laughs> it. Just disrupted everything. Um, ugh, come on, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to Google this thing. They got me messed up. Um, Wyatt Teller, that's his name. Wyatt Teller. So they got Wyatt Teller. He got Wyatt Teller good last year against the Browns. So, uh, yeah, so I'm excited for that. Um, what else? Um, Russell Gage, Steven Nelson. Um, obviously, matchup of the, the, the wide receiver two, CB two, cornerback uh, two. Uh, and then Dante Fowler and Jordan Mailata. Um Jordan Mailata obviously had a ton of playing ton of playing time last year played pretty well uh but i think this year he took a big step he's now the starter uh over andre dillard um jordan mylotta he is humongous i think he's six foot eight or something like that so he is a huge 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 person and he has he can move like he has he can move as well so i'm those are some matchups that i'm excited to see um <clears throat> i do think that uh the, these are pretty well matched up teams if you look at it, um, so for me, I think um, I'm always. I think maybe this is bias, but I'm going to take the Eagles. Uh, I mean, you look at these guys are in similar positions. Uh, both new for both new head coaches. Um, 
new weapons, new wide receivers, new things to, to deal with, um, or new, new chemistry to build rather. And, um, I think, yeah, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan's good, but I think that, I think we'll, we'll get him this time. Uh, last time we, we, I think we, we lost with Wentz at Atlanta last time. So we're going to Atlanta again. And, uh, I think that, I think Hertz is going to, is going to, is going to, is going to, uh, as I stutter through this, I think Hertz is going to bring it home, but I think it's going to be, I think 24, 31 in favor of the Eagles. Uh, I think it's going to be a back and forth game until one of the defenses steps up and gets a stop. So that's what I have it. I have it 31, 24 Eagles win on opening night against the Falcons. So, that's all I have for the Eagles news, uh, but let's get into some league news, some opening uh, opening day kickoff tonight. This is when the season starts. Road to the Lombardi starts tomorrow, uh, or starts today, and we'll talk about that, and we're going to talk about uh, some division winners and my prediction for the playoffs which I know is going to age poorly. So please don't take this, take it with a grain of salt. I know it's not going to be great. Uh, I know that I'm not going to have this transcendent omniscient, like, you know, <laughs> like God vision where I'm going to see everything and everything's going to be right. I don't think that's going to happen. I just, I just do it because it's fun and I'm excited to do it. So let's go ahead and get into that right now. So Dallas is playing Tampa Bay at yeah, tonight at eight twenty. I'm excited. Everyone else is excited. We're all excited. Um, I think Tampa Bay is going to win this game. I think Tom has a good game. I think he's going to go three hundred plus with three touchdowns, uh, three hundred yards, three touchdowns. The reason being is because Dallas started off the year last year putrid on defense. And do I think they're going to be a little better this year? Yes, but I think it's going to take time. So I think it's a bad time to open up against Tampa, against Tom against those guys and then try and have a, a good, have a good night on defense uh, because Tom is Tom Brady. He, it doesn't matter. I think for me, you know, if you just look at Tom and his body of work, you know, he has a history of just abusing young talent, right? Like he has a history of doing that. Like he's just that guy that's gonna, he, he's a, he's a salty grizzled vet, <laughs> And he is just gonna he he's just gonna abuse a lot of the young guys on the Cowboys roster, and they have mostly young guys. You know, they have a lot of young guys. Micah Parsons is a young guy that I'm excited to watch. Trayvon Diggs is a young second year guy. Um, so they have a lot of their core players are very young. Leighton Vander Esch, Jalen Smith. Oh, maybe Jalen Smith is a little older, but Jalen Smith is there. So, uh, Demarcus Lawrence. You know, a, a lot of those guys there are very much on the younger side, uh, which is good, but Dallas, I mean, not Dallas, Tom exploits that. And we know he's going to exploit that. So he's going to key in on Micah is going to key in on, you know, Jalen Smith or whatever, but there he's going to key in on them. And once he does that, it's a rap And he also has Chris Godwin. He also has Mike Evans. He also has Gronkowski. He also has, you know, Ronald Jones and, and, a, and a really, really good um, offensive line. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, I have the I have Tampa Bay winning it. Um, I think, the again, offense is just too potent. But on the flip side of that, 
uh, the defense of Tampa Bay is also very good. You know, they have Antoine Whitfield, they have Carlton Davis, um, you know, they have JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul, and Dominican Sue. So they have guys that can get after it, but that's really where I think the game is going to be won or lost, is going to be Dallas's offense versus the defense of Tampa Bay because Dallas is a very potent offense. I mean, Dak is going to be there. Zeke is going to be there. Um, they have Lyle Collins back. They have a healthy Tyron, uh, Tyron Smith. Um, Amari, uh, CD, Michael Gallup. I mean, they just have a crazy, crazy, like a three deep. <laughs> uh, everyone out there, CD, Amari, and Michael, CD, Amari, and Michael Gallup could go and be starters anywhere else. Right. And all three of them are on one team. So, uh, so I think that that is going to be the war. That's going to be the, the make or break version of it is going to be Dallas's offense versus, uh, the defense of Tampa Bay and whoever wins that battle is going to win that game. Uh, because I think, and whoever, yeah, whoever wins that is going to win that game because if I think Tom's going to go off, right. But, Again, we we cannot discount Tom's age. I, I love Tom. Uh, I told, I respect the hell out of his greatness, but Tom is an older guy, and he hasn't really had to get into a lot of these like shootouts because of the defense. And if Dallas turns it into a shootout, they know they can win a shootout, but Tom has to be able to consistently win shootouts. And yes, he's done it in the past. Of course he's done it in the past. I have, I don't have, it's not that I don't have faith in him doing it in the past, but He's an older guy. This is his 22nd season. So um, make him be as physical as possible. You know what I mean? Make make him go out there and have to play and put the pressure on you uh, and stuff like that. So that's that's what I think. Um, that That's kind of my train of thought on it. Um, please let me know. If I'm if I'm wrong or if that's not a good assessment, but I think if the if Dallas can sort of turn this into a shootout, then that's going to be the best chance to win it rather than just stopping Brady altogether. Which I think they probably will give Micah Parsons to like mid mid season, Trayvon Diggs mid season, a lot of these guys to mid season they could probably do it, uh, and they could probably put up a fight right because I think they are going to be better. But early on the season, young guys, it always takes a couple games for them to get in sync and get, get, you know, get the ball rolling. So, uh, so I'm excited for it. Obviously Dan Quinn is the, is the D is the defensive coordinator. So I have a lot of faith in him. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see this game. I'm very excited to see this game. So I have them winning. Um, I, I'm not going to say by how much of the score, but I think Tom's going to have a game and I have Tampa Bay winning tonight, opening night, kickoff NFL. Um, so let's, with that, with that being said, uh, let's move into my predictions for division winners. So for the NFC East, I have the Dallas Cowboys winning the division. I love my Eagles, but the fact of the matter is the Eagles are super young with a first-year head coach. Do I think they could possibly make a run? Yeah, it's a possibility, right? It's always a possibility, but how realistic is that that's going to happen? Don't know. Uh, so I, I think Dallas is going to win it. They're the most put-together team they have everything on offense. They have a, a lot of good young pieces on defense. Um, so I think Dallas is there. I think the the most likely competitor, direct competitor for Dallas is going to be the Giants because the Giants have they have a bona fide number one corner in James Bradbury. 
Um, they have a very good defense. They have a very good offense. They have if if Daniel Jones can figure it out um, and and really put together a really good year this year, then the Giants will have been a, a really good. They'll have a, they'll have a really good chance at, at beating uh, Dallas because they have Saquon Barkley. They have a pretty. I mean, Andrew Thomas. We got to see how he is because he got sidelined a couple times for. You know, for for not taking the game seriously, so we'll see how Andrew Thomas plays out. Uh, but I think if you, if you put together, you know, they they brought in who they bring in. They brought in, uh, oh my god, the guy from Florida. Holy shit! Um, but they they brought in a wide receiver, wide receiver from Florida, right? They brought him in. Uh, they they drafted him in the first round. Um, they brought in Kenny Galladay. They have, uh, obviously, they have Saquon, right? So, uh, and I think, oh, excuse me, sore from going to gym. Uh, but I, I think that the Giants are the ones that have, uh, they have the the most potential to rival Dallas in the division. Um, and obviously, I think people are like, well, what about Washington? I, I, I like Washington, but I think that Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick is just she's super unpredictable, right? Where they have a lot of pieces. They have Curtis Samuel. They have Terry McLaurin. They have uh, my man Logan Thomas. Uh, he's a tight end. Uh, they have a their defensive line. Forget about it. Their line, linebackers. Forget about it. Their secondary. Forget about it. All of them are great. It's completely stacked in on in all of those. So I, I I do think that they without a doubt have the firepower to keep up. But I think the bar right now is Dallas. Um, that's the bar and they suffered. They, they suffered from a bad shake last year because Dak went down early on, but they would have run away with this division very quickly. I think had Dak been healthy and I'm going to be on, and then I'm, I'm pretty open about that. Again, I like my Eagles, but openly Dallas would have run away with the division had Dak been there uh, because I mean, for Christ's sake, the Washington won at seven and nine. So we're not going to act like Washington won the division with like at like thirteen and three last year, and then they're like, oh, they're the biggest threat. They won at seven and nine. They don't know who their quarterback is. So I mean, to me, I don't see, I don't see Washington. Washington has a lot of good, great young pieces, but if if Dallas and the Giants put it together in the right way. Those two will be competing for the division. And the Eagles in Washington will be on the outside looking in, unless the Eagles have this magical run year that everyone, every Philadelphia fan hopes that they will. In reality, will it happen? I don't necessarily know. But that's what, Dallas wins the East, that's what I have it at. The 49ers will win the NFC West. Um, 49ers are just so deep. You know, they they have, they're very similar, they're, they're, I mean, they have Brandon Ayuk. Um, they have Debo Samuel. They have a great offensive line. They have a great defensive line. They have Fred Warner, who's the prototypical, you know, sideline to sideline linebacker. Um, and their secondary, I think it's with Jason Verrett. Maybe he may not even be there anymore. I don't even know. I don't keep up with 49er news. I apologize. But. But the 49ers are a really good team. They're like what three years removed from a Super Bowl run, so so I I don't see them. They're still within their Super Bowl window because they still kept a lot of the pieces from that Super Bowl run. So and they have a new quarterback, right? 
I don't think he's going to start Trey Lance, but Jimmy Garoppolo is there and Jimmy Garoppolo is not a very, he's not a very mobile guy. And if you want to move the pocket, um, you have to have a mobile guy who can move the pocket and Trey Lance can do that. And I, I don't see, there's nothing wrong with Trey Lance sitting behind Jimmy Garoppolo because I see Trey Lance as being the future of the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo is, is the present, right? Like he's the guy that's there now. So the 49ers just bring him in, let him learn. And Trey Lance is a super raw talent as well. So let him, let him learn from a guy like Jimmy G that makes very good decisions that, you know, knows how to get the ball out quickly that knows this offense well. So let him sit behind him and soak up everything he can. Um, just, just, let him do it. You know, let, let him sit down and soak up everything, which I think the 49ers are going to do. Um, the 49ers, are, I think, are going to win despite being in a division with the Seahawks, with the Cardinals, and the Rams. I was so close to giving it to the Cardinals because I really like Kyler Murray. I like Kyler Murray a lot. But I think he's going to take a step, another step again, um, with with that air raid offense. Um that his head coach brings, and I forget his head coach's name. I'm off it today, guys, by the way. I forget his name, but he runs that air raid offense. They they have A.J. Green is now there, so it's A.J. Green there. It's um, DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald. So, I mean, they're they're stacked. Obviously, they're stacked. We know they're stacked. Uh, they have a linebacker there, and, and he's they just drafted him. Um, oh, my gosh. I forget his name, too. But they just brought in a linebacker who has some promise as a young linebacker. So, um, I I have a I'm I'm really excited to see the Cardinals. But just liking a team isn't enough, isn't like a isn't enough for me to put them uh, in the running to win the division. But I think that they're very good, and I think that Kyler Murray started off hot last year. If he can kind of maintain that, you know, through a couple games, then. You know, if he can maintain that and sort of push through that gauntlet that he has to get to, um, maybe I'll be wrong. Hopefully, he proves me wrong. But I think it, it, there's irrevertible evidence that 49ers are going to be at the top of this. When, when this dust settles, when everything gets kicked up and settles, the 49ers will be remaining. And I think that they're the ones that are going to win. Um, we talk about Matt Stafford and the Rams. They can get, have a possibility there. But Matt Stafford, I mean, let's let's keep it honest. Let's keep it honest. Matt Stafford was in Detroit and couldn't do shit in Detroit. And uh, he, he did jack nothing, right? He didn't He didn't even do jack shit. He did jack nothing. Like, they they did. They couldn't win a game. You know, he was, he, he had Calvin Johnson, who was just inducted to the Hall of Fame last year. And he, he they couldn't do anything. You know, they, they, they couldn't do anything, you know, with... Calvin Johnson, a Hall of Famer, and who, by all consensuses, Matt Stafford is one of the most talented guys in the league, and they couldn't do anything with him. Uh, so I'm not saying that it's all Matt Stafford's fault, but at some point, like, I'm an Eagles fan. I saw what happened with Carson Wentz, you know, who is, by, again, by all consensus, a very talented quarterback. But at some point, when you can't go to the playoffs or when you get to the playoffs and your player's not available – you have to move on because you need consistency. And so that's exactly what did that's exactly what Detroit did. Detroit was like, look, we need consistency, so they moved on and they brought in Jared Goff, who's a young player. I, I think Jared Goff is objectively not a good quarterback, is not great, but Matt Stafford is is better than him 
in that sense. So I think that an upgrade at Matt Stafford, um, I mean, maybe, maybe the upgrade to Matt Stafford is, is good, but again, I think that he has, it's going to take a lot for me to see him and be like, okay, the Rams have a chance, you know, because they have a chance every year because of their roster. But you know, it's just, there are P there are a good quarterback away from being, a legitimate contender every single solitary year. You know, Sean McVay took Jared Goff to the playoffs, so I think Sean McVay, Sean McVay could do anything short of, of turn water into wine at this point. So uh, the NFC. So I have the 49ers win, win in the East, um, and Russell Wilson, poor guy, he's, he just suffered from a bad draw every year. Pete Carroll does nothing to help him. So um, Pete Carroll does zero to nothing to help uh to help him, uh, they they don't they don't they hardly get him an offensive line. They always want to run the ball with him, you know. So Pete Carroll is just a good guy who got a good who got a break with with Russell Wilson, but they don't really do anything to help him. So I've lost a lot of faith in, in the in the Seattle Seahawks' ability to just get good players around him, uh, around Russell Wilson, and let him cook. So that's how I feel about that. That's how I feel about the other people in there. Forty Nine ers going to win the East, uh, NFC North. I think is the Packers until anybody else can show me. You know what? Any anything else the Packers are going to win the NFC North for the perceivable future until until Aaron Rodgers leaves then it'll be up in the air and then I think when Aaron Rodgers leaves the Bears have the best chance to do it because they just brought in Justin Fields and Justin Fields is I mean for for lack of a better term Justin Fields got the, if everyone picks straws he got the short one Right, he got the short straw, and but it benefited him because he went to a team that was willing to invest a lot into him. So he went to the Bears, and I think that Chicago could make a run for it next year. Th- this year they could even run make a run for it, but I think the Packers are just so good with Aaron, with the the the, the guys that are there. Um, I I think the Packers are going to win it as usual. Detroit, pfft, you know how I feel about them already. Uh, the bears, the bears have a good chance next year, but Justin Fields, I think should get the start. I don't like Andy. I mean, look, we saw what Andy Dalton did last year when he started with, a, with a good set of receivers and he did nothing. <laughs> he, he's another one that did Jack nothing. So why would you, what do you think you could just bring him over and he could do good? Like, no, no, he can't. So I think the bears should start Justin Fields. Then they would have a chance. Let him just let him get this season out of the way, and then start the real football next season, where you can go and win. Uh, but Packers are going to win the North. Vikings maybe if Kirk Cousins gets his stuff together. We know what Justin Jefferson can do. Uh, we obviously know um, with that with that team that core of guys uh, is is exciting. Um, so the Vikings maybe can make a push, but I think the Packers are going to win it as usual. NFC South, Tampa. Tampa, Tampa. There's no Tampa Bay is going to win it. Uh, not is, not maybe is going to win it. Right? They're going to win it because Drew is not is no longer in New Orleans. You know, um, that's good. Drew's no longer in New Orleans. Uh, what else? You got who's in the, the NFC? The NFC South is the Falcons, the the Saints, the Bucks, and some other team that I don't know about. Um, no, I'm just joking. Hold up, I gotta look up who's in this NFC South real quick because the name escapes me. Um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a nice team too. It's gonna be a team that like everyone knows that uh, Panthers. See, there we go. Um, 
they're going to win because I mean, not not is they're going to win the South uh, because they're just the most put together team. They have everything. They just won the Super Bowl. They returned all their starters and their coaching staff. So I don't know why I don't know why anybody would pit against them at this point. Um, the biggest rival to them again was was uh, Drew Brees and the Saints. Drew Brees retired. You know, happy retirement. That's awesome. You know, going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, and Jameis Winston's there. And, you know, Jameis Winston, good quarterback, has an issue with turnovers until I see otherwise. Until anybody sees otherwise, he has an issue with turnovers. Um, so t- preseason is preseason. You know, that's great. But when it matters, he's still, based on his on his resume of, of late, has an issue with, with turnovers. You know, and maybe... Again, I hope he proves me wrong. I do hope he proves me wrong. And if he does, then, you know, I'll have to come and rethink this. We'll do a little mid-season situation. But until then, Tampa is going to be the ones that uh, are going to be are going to be the, the, the kings of the South. NFC South, that is. Uh, so those are my NFC winners. Dallas, uh, San Francisco, Green Bay, and Tampa Bay are your NFC division winners your afc division winners your afc east is going to be buffalo again buffalo it's it's their it's their division to lose uh just based on what they did last year uh and the steps that josh allen is taking um josh allen is I, i think that he he's come a long way from his from a sort of you know wild from his his wild wild boy days where he was just you know eating the ball downfield and hopefully somebody catches it. Um, so he, he's, he's gone from that to a pretty position precision passer, not over the top, but he's been pretty good. Uh, and he's a talented guy. He can run, he can throw on the run. He could throw off platform. Uh, he could do everything you want a quarterback to do to, in today's day and age. And, um, he has the ornament. He, he has the people. He has the, the, the roster around him to do that. They have a good defense as well. So, um, I think Buffalo is going to win the East. Maybe the Jets can give you a run if Zach Wilson is that good. And if he blows up, then maybe the Jets go on a little run. But I don't think that. I think as a rookie quarterback, you usually have either a lackluster, mediocre first year, and then you take a big jump the next year when you get more familiar with the system. Uh, same thing with Mac Jones. He may have a decent year. Um, I think he's he's the least likely out of all the new quarterbacks. He's the least likely to have a complete ass year because of his structure, because of the offensive line he has, because of the, you know, array of, um, because of the array of, uh, of, uh, personnel he has around him, running backs, uh, doesn't have a lot of great wide receivers. He has a couple good wide receivers, but again, you know, Mac Jones is there, so he'll, he'll make a couple leaps and, and Mac Jones is going to have to turn water in a while. He's going to have to turn piss in the water, you know, with his wide receiving core, because not saying that they're no, I'm not saying that they're bad, but if they are bad, you know that Bill Belichick is not going to do anything to help them. Right. So he, at some point in his career, if Mac Jones is going to stay there, he's going to have to, he's going to, he's going to have to either leave to get good wide receivers, or he's going to have to recruit in free agency to get wide receivers because Bill Belichick doesn't believe in it. Right. We know that it's obvious. Right. So, 
We're gonna we're gonna have to see what Mac Jones does in his future, but that's way that's way down the line. Uh, but the, to me, I think Tua um, and Jalen Waddle could prove to be, to be the next dynamic duo in the AFC East. Uh, right now, that area is occupied by it was occupied by Brady and Gronk. Now it's occupied by uh, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Maybe, 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 just maybe, Miami can step into that role uh, or be the next sort of competing dynamic duo, uh, Jalen Waddell and Tua uh, down there in Miami. Uh, and they again, those are another set of guys that have a really good core group of guys, and uh, they're young. They're able to, you know, they're, they're sort of a, a, a chip off the Belichick block in terms of discipline. But, again, he believes in going and getting wide receivers, and that's something that hindered Tom Brady for a, lo- for a long time. So, so I think that Buffalo is going to win it with a, a, a secondary meet or not, not a secondary, but in second place, maybe giving them some trouble is Miami. Uh, the AFC West, Kansas city. I mean, what, what do you think I was going to say? You thought I was going to say Oakland jokes. You thought I was going to say Derek Carr. Nope. Um, AFC West is Kansas city. The chiefs, uh, they're obviously fantastic. Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, uh, some guy named Kelsey. No, I'm just gonna, Travis Kelsey. Like all those guys are fantastic. Those guys are all fantastic. They're great, great, great players. Um, it, I mean, there, there's nothing else. I mean, the, just Kansas City. You say Kansas City. You say Patrick Mahomes. You say Andy Reid, and that's all I gotta say. Right. The defense leaves a little bit to be desired. Hopefully, they take a leap this year and get better. Um, I want to see how Patrick Mahomes reacts to getting shut down like he did in the Super Bowl. Didn't throw a single touchdown pass. I want to see how he reacts to that, how he bounces back, because I do believe that he will bounce back and be better than ever. But if I'm being honest, I also think that there's going to be sort of a, if, if Kansas City's Batman, I think the Robin, the second in command is going to be the Chargers. Um, I, I like Justin Herbert a lot. Uh, some people are saying he's going to win MVP. I, I saw that. I saw saw uh, a YouTube video about that. And I, I I think that he, I think he could probably win. He won Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year. So do I think he could win it? I think he's there. I think that he is way more of a, he's more of a polished product not not polished product, but he he took a lot of steps forward from his senior year at Oregon, or, or just his years at Oregon to the time that he's spending in L.A. Now I think he took a a big step forward. So so I'm excited to see him MVP candidate. He could possibly be in that. I I don't rule anything out because football you never know. Um, but I I think that he has he certainly has the armament. He certainly has the roster in the in the 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 offensive he certainly has the the offensive firepower to do it the only issue that i see is the offensive line because they were awful so uh i i think that he has the offensive firepower to do it um and the defense can be good if they if everyone's back and everyone's healthy health is always the biggest thing for the chargers if he comes back everyone's healthy and and they can actually go through it or healthier because it's impossible to, I think it really is impossible to start the year. Everyone healthy and the year, everyone healthy. Like this isn't Madden with injuries off. 
you you're going to get banged up. Someone's going to miss a couple of games, but you just got to hope that they're healthier this go around and that guys, they, they don't get these devastating injuries um, that they had last year. Derwin James can play, um, you know, they had a ton of guys banged up last year. So, uh, so I, I think that with, with good health, um, LA, the chargers could make a run possibly at KC. Um, but I think KC is, is the undisputed champs until champs of the of the NFC West or AFC West uh, until further notice. So the AFC North, I have Cleveland winning that. Um, that that is, you know, it's Cleveland, it's Baltimore, and Pittsburgh, uh, and the and Cincinnati. So I think that Cleveland's going to win it. I think they have the the roster to win it. I know I say that all the time, but that's a big thing is, is having your roster, um, having an offensive roster, having a defensive roster, but these guys have the most balanced one where they have as much firepower as, as they have on offense. They have the same amount of firepower on defense. And I think that that is going to prove to be sort of a downfall. The only one that rivals them in the, in the NFC North or AFC North is Pittsburgh. Uh, and we, and Pittsburgh gave up Deontay Johnson. Uh, that's obviously an issue. So, not not Deontay Johnson. Who did they give up? They give up somebody. Um, but was that him? No, that's not him. Um, the the they just gave away somebody. Pittsburgh. Sorry, guys. Bad bad production. Bad production. Um. Yeah. So we see he's still on there. Never mind. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. Uh. But. Deontay Johnson's there, Chase Claypool's there, Juju Smith Schuster's there. Um, they brought in Pat Fryermuth. If you're if you're a Penn State fan like I am, you know Pat Fryermuth is a beast. Um, and Penn State won, had got the dub against Wisconsin. LOL, lol, right? Uh, so that's always cool to see. But again, Pittsburgh is going to be the Pittsburgh is going to give them a run for their money, but I think Cleveland's going to going to win it just because they have so much. They have so much firepower; it's unreal. And Pittsburgh, I mean, again, also Pittsburgh brought in um, Najee Harris from Alabama. So hey, you know, maybe, but I think I have to give the edge to Cleveland. Um, I just have to give the edge to Cleveland. I do. I, I have to give the edge to Cleveland. I think that they're the just based on based on Big Ben and you know does Big Ben still have it late in the year uh coming off an injury um you know is there going to be something that 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 bugs him and stuff like that we will have to see but i give the edge to Cleveland wait a little little water break real quick for the boy All right. Oh my god, my my throat is so dry sitting down here. Um, and then the NFC South or AFC South. I keep fucking saying the NFC. The AFC South. I think Tennessee is going to win it. The AFC South is the Texans, the Colts, the Jags, and the Titans. I think the Titans are going to take it. Uh, Texans. You know the whole Deshaun Watson thing. Whatever's going on with that, that's a mess. That's a dumpster fire. Uh, the Colts, listen, I'm 
I, I like fan. I, I like Wentz. I like fan. I was a fan of Wentz, uh, but the dude just can't stay healthy sometimes, you know, and I think he does have a tendency to sort of get a little frustrated easily. Um, and a lot of times when we would play really good teams, we would always like lose like bad. So I, I like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm a fan of Wentz. I, I think that he is a, he's a talented guy. He could do everything that you want in a quarterback when he's healthy. He can do, he can run, he can get outside. He could throw the ball deep off platform. He could, he's accurate. He can do everything that you ask of a quarterback to do, but I think he just had, there's just something about it. There's just something about him. You know what I'm saying? Like there's just something about like that. Then he's getting injured. He was on like, like you, like, even if you're a Colts fan and you're listening to this, you know, you know what happened to him. Like he got injured, um, you know, he hurt his foot. Then it was put on pro COVID protocol. It's like, bruh, you know what I mean? So it's just, he's health is always a big issue for Carson Wentz. So if he's healthy, then you're going to get the best out of him. If he's not healthy, then whoever your secondary quarter, Sam Ellinger or Jacob Eason or whoever your, your, your second, your, your second string guy is, is going to be playing for you guys, you know? So I like Wentz, but I I think that we have to see. I think he's going to have a better relationship with. Um, oh my god, he's going to have a better relationship with the head coach. I'm not looking up any names anymore. Uh, he's going to have a better relationship with the head coach. He's going to um, have a good relationship with, you know, some of the other guys on the team because uh, that's what he does. But I I I like Carson, but but um. After last year, you're kind of iffy about it. He's a little gun happy. You know, right? he's a gunslinger. That's what he's going to do. So to me, I I think that Tennessee's going to win it. Uh, they're all round very good. But if Carson Wentz plays the way Carson Wentz plays, if he plays like 2017 Carson Wentz, hell, if he plays like 2018 Carson Wentz, when the Eagles had nothing and he just dragged us into the playoffs, um, then you're going to be good to go. Like you're, you're going to be good to go. Right, you may win the 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 division if Carson Wentz plays the way he did in twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. You'll probably win the division, but that's a fifty fifty. I, if I had to bet it, I would probably say the Titans would bet it would win the South. So your division winners for the AFC are Buffalo, Kansas City, Cleveland, and Tennessee. That's what we got going. So let's move on into the conference championships. I think Kansas City is going to play Tennessee in the conference in the AFC championship game. Um, I do. I don't know why. It's just a gut feeling, uh, just because I like rooting for the underdog. Um, I think they're a well put together team on both sides of the ball. Um, I think Kansas City is going to play Tennessee in the AFC championship game, and then the NFC championship game. I think it's going to be Tampa and Green Bay. I think Kansas City is going to win AFC. Green Bay is going to win NFC. Uh, and that's going to be your Super Bowl. Your Super Bowl is going to be Kansas City versus Green Bay with Green Bay as the champions. So I have Green Bay going to the cha- going to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl. That's what I have them there over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, just because not many teams have won back-to-back Super Bowls. Um, not many teams have won back-to-back Super Bowls. Kansas City couldn't even do it. And Patrick Mahomes is one of the best things since sliced bread at quarterback, right? And um, I I just don't think that's going to happen, right? But 
I think that you can go to the Super Bowl three times in a row because that's what I mean. Kansas City. I think Kansas City has the 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 has the capability to do that. Uh, Tampa Bay does as well, but I think Green Bay is finally going to get it. I think this is the third time that they've they've lost. They've got to the the, the championship game and lost. And I don't think that uh, I think. Aaron Rodgers has nothing to lose because he knows this is going to be his last year in Green in Green Bay, so I think he's just going to start swinging for the fences. That's my only justification for it, and I think if anybody could take down Kansas City in a shootout, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be my man Aaron Rodgers. So those are my predictions. Um, hopefully, 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 some of these people prove me wrong. Some of these teams prove me wrong. And they end up good. I don't like to do predictions for offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, uh, MVP. I don't like to do that because I don't know. I just I think it's weird. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I just uh, I don't. I prefer not to do that because I know it's going to be bad. I mean, I, I'd rather just bet on the team because at least for a team, you have a chance, right? Like if somebody goes down, you have a chance to say, "Oh, well, maybe the team can rally." But if like if you're like, "Oh, my MVP is," you know. I don't know, pick somebody, uh, fucking who, damn it, I got some cousins so much, pick anybody, and you're like, oh, my MVP is Aaron, Aaron Donald, and then Aaron Donald goes out there and gets injured first, like, season end injury, now you're like, damn, you know, so I, I don't like to bet against those guys, I like to just kind of let the chips fall where they may, um, and maybe I'll be right about some of these teams, maybe I'll, I'll probably be wrong about 90% of them, so don't get me, don't, this is just kind of my first time doing this, so. That's that. Just like I said with the with the draft, my first time was doing it, and um, I didn't do great. I didn't do great. I did. I the thing was, I wrote another one. I got. I, this is what I did. I wrote a draft this year, early on in the year. If you go back and listen to, if you go over to the Lunch Table podcast, I did an early draft. Uh, I did an early early draft, like who I who I thought each team was going to take in the first round. So I did that, and then all of a sudden it was like. Oh, well, uh, what was it? Um, I, I got, I did it. I did it the first time round one or rounds round one, pick one through 32, who I thought each team was going to take in the first round. I did the first time. Then I did another one. And my final one that I did, I didn't record. I didn't record and I didn't bring it up, but I have it written down in this notebook that I'm holding in my hands. I have it written down and I got the first through four picks, right? Right, I got the first four pick, picks right. I got Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, and my and uh, Kyle Pitts. I got all those right. It where where it went haywire was after the fifth pick, and then everything went haywire. So, so yeah, uh, most of the stuff's gonna be wrong. Um, maybe even my stuff with the Eagles is gonna be wrong. But I like to make these predictions. Please just indulge me. And as usual, we'll be doing. I'm going to try and post Wednesdays. Uh, obviously, after opening opening uh, week, we're going to do a we're going to do a okay. Just speak, Jason. We're going to be doing a reaction to all to the opening week, or we're going to do a reaction to uh, opening day kickoff equals kickoff on Sunday. We're going to be doing a reaction to that. In next Wednesday, we're going to be doing a reaction to that. So please, 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 if you like this, if you enjoy this, um, 
consider subscribing. We are live now on Apple Podcasts, so if you have that, if, maybe you're listening to this on Spotify or something like that, and you have an iPhone, you can go to uh, Fly Eagles Fly Podcast on Apple Music, the, or not Apple Music, on Apple Podcast, the app, little purple microphone. It's Fly Eagles Fly, that's I-G-G-L-E-S, and then it's Fly, hopefully you know how to spell Fly, Fly Eagles, I-G-G-L-E-S, Fly, Fly Eagles Fly. Uh, that's the name of the pod. Uh, we have an Instagram, um, we have a Facebook page, and we have a, I'm working on getting us a Twitter, where I'm going to be active on Twitter, uh, probably more active more so than anywhere else on Twitter. So I'm going to be reacting to that, and um, also I'm going to be doing some uh, some Philly sports news in general. So talking about the Sixers, talking about, um, you know, Ben Simmons and that whole thing that's going down there. So hopefully you guys enjoy, uh, if you guys like this, please consider, uh, subscribing, rating, following us, rate us five stars. If you like it, um, follow us on Instagram and, you know, just, just, uh, just let us know if you, if you like this, if you enjoy this, please, please, please let us know if there's anything we can work on. Let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about, uh, let us know uh, in either our comments or let us know via uh, inst- tweet at us, something like that, right? So please, 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 if you like this, let people know. Uh, this has been another episode of the Fly Eagles Fly podcast. Um, my name is Jason Thomas. I've been talking about the Eagles. I have a mouth. My mouth is dry, and Dallas hopefully gets beat tonight. So it's always a good time. So. Love you guys. Fly goes fly, baby. Let's go.